Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Hey everyone, this is Bob. Before this episode even starts, I'm just taking out a little warning. If this is your first ever episode of Weird Tales, I suggest you try a different one. Because <laughs> this one is silly. Uh, this episode was recorded while me and Tiss were both particularly tired and it's like it affected us in two opposite ways. So Beef uh, desperately tries to hold this episode together whilst Tiss is almost falling asleep to the point where you will hear Tiss very seldomly and I'm kind of going loopy and making silly jokes and kind of sabotaging the episode a lot of the time. So uh, there's some silly jokes, some crass talk, and if you're not into that stuff, maybe try a different one. Uh, this is for the long-time Weird Tales listeners who enjoy things like weird news. Um, so I apologize, and uh, if you're still with us by the end of the episode, thanks for listening. Here it is. Let's talk about some giants. Yeah, I'd imagine a giant would have a pretty big willy. This uh, this episode's stupid. Ridiculous! My mind is racing. Hello and welcome to Weird Tales and the Unexplainable. Thank you so much for joining us. Uh, we missed you. Thanks for coming back. My name's Beef A, Mr. Beef, and with me as always, I've got my two best friends co-hosting. Say hello, Mr. Adam Tissy. Hello. And say hello, Mr. Bobby Shoy. A uh, smelly honest. Hey. <laughs> <It's>, uh... <laughs> is, is smelly in German just smelly? <laughs> Um, I actually can't remember. Well, I so. didn't also know if you were just trying to say Expelliarmus. I was, but I wanted to say Expelliarmus. <laughs> <laughs> Hi, it's Bob Shoy. <laughs> <laughs> cool, how are you guys doing? Yeah, I'm good. Oh, great. Bobby's Bobby's had a banging day at work. It's been so good. I need beef to <laughs> liven me up and bring the energy. I'm either going to have no energy... Or like, you know, when you're really exhausted, you're kind of a little bit loopy. Yeah. Yeah. And based on that, I just introduced myself as a smelly anus. It might be the latter. <laughs> It'll be the latter until I start flagging. 
<laughs> You've started strong. Well, hopefully, I don't think this is, it's definitely not going to be a long episode and it's not going to be a really heavy episode at all. Mm. I like the sound of that. Well, I've gone for something which is just a bit silly and it's pretty lighthearted. Um, so what I'm going to do, I'm going to, in true tier style, I'm just going to play a little clip to see if you guys can can guess <laughs> what it is. <laughs> That's copyright, mate. Yeah, well, I'll deal with it. Is it from Zoolander? It's not from Zoolander, and it's not. It's also not from Zoolander, like two or whatever it was that you played it. Uh, I'm just gonna play this, and let's see if you guys can guess what it is we're talking about tonight, and hopefully hear what the video is. Down here, you great buffoon! Drop it. Some company. I couldn't just leave him because because he's my brother. Blimey. Well, half brother, really. He's completely harmless, just like I said. Little high spirited is all. That is not polite! We do something! We talked about this. You do not grab, do you? That's your new friend. Groppy! Grop! Put me down! Now! Think you've got an admirer. You just stay away from her. All right. <laughs> hearing, and we'll leave it there. Hearing clips of that film without any visual is really funny. <laughs> also, I can't believe I started on a Harry Potter quote. <laughs> yes, I know. <laughs> and before we recorded, we talked about Daniel Radcliffe for about 15 minutes. I know, I can't believe it. Yeah. That is ridiculous. That is absolutely ridiculous. I wasn't gonna play. I wasn't gonna play it. Ridiculous. And <laughs> and then I thought, well, I've got to do it now because we've just spent the last twenty minutes talking about Harry Potter. Wow. Um, yeah. So, <laughs> any clues? <laughs> wow. Is it about um, conspiracies about J.K. Rowling being a transphobe? <laughs> <laughs> That's not a conspiracy, is it? <laughs> That's just a fact. <laughs> Uh, it's not about <laughs> the conspiracies of J.K. Rowling being a transphobe. It, it, we are talking tonight about giants. Wow, that's not what I was expecting. No, uh, no, me neither. To be honest, that's a giant surprise. <laughs> uh, in case you weren't too familiar with the clip, which is almost impossible to guess because it's not. There's no visual there. Uh, that I can't even remember what Harry Potter film it's from. Probably fourth, fifth one, mm, somewhere around know. the middle. Yeah, where we get to meet uh, Hagrid's half brother, who is a massive giant. Mm. Um, and 
I do just like little little Ron's crack of a voice at the end because he's trying to defend Hermione, but he's also terrified. I just love those little <laughs> moments in the Harry Potter films where Ron's just... Any bit of little Ron. Yeah, exactly. Uh, um, Hermione. <laughs> it's my favourite quote. Um, yeah, so we're going to just... I said it was light-hearted. We're just going to have a look at some of the myth and legend... Um, and some of the sort of historical, cultural stuff to do with giants. And and then we're going to see if we can actually unearth a little bit of evidence later on. Um, but I'm also going to do something which I've done... When I've done these types of episodes before, so I think I did it with, like, witches and... Mm-hmm. You did dragons? Yet- yeti, dragons as well. When I've done these kind of mythical creature-type things, episodes, um, I've always started off just to see what you guys can tell me. Because I, I find, right, myths and legend, all this sort of stuff, really interesting. So I'm, I'd be interested to see what you guys think of. When you think of giants, what are their, like, what's their appearance? What what abilities might they have? What skills or features? They're big. <laughs> big, yeah. <laughs> Very good, good start. Because I want to see if you guys have got the similar things that I've got and then as we go through the myth we'll be able to see if they've come from those myths those ideas and perceptions we've got or is that just the the traditional stereotype I think of is a big tall man or woman uh big feet and tattered robes and a club <laughs> yeah do you remember do you remember who was the really tall guy in our year greg greg sorry I used to sit next to him maths and he was like so close to being officially declared a giant he was yeah, like he was, one inch away from it he was very tall and i kept saying come on greg grow because <laughs> i said to him that when he got there i was gonna buy him a massive club yeah do you know greg because it's almost no. funny because he's really no. shy yeah. And I was like, I feel like I'm going to buy you a big club. <laughs> like you walk around in a light club. <laughs> bullying. <laughs> so disrespectful. Absolute bullying. It, it is bullying, isn't it? He yeah. was just hoping he didn't grow. That's that's true bullying. And I was horrible in school. And that that's the listeners' little glimpse <laughs> into the horrible person I was when I was in school. But I like that. You know, we can all we can all change and get better. Sorry, Greg. <laughs> Uh, I'm going to buy you a club as well. Like, buy, go and buy you one. A club. Oh, my days. Yeah, very good. <laughs> Tissy, any thoughts? Yeah. Um, yeah, basically what Bob said, but I guess uh, lesser, like Neanderthal type. They're not mm. like human mm. intelligence they're like neanderthal type intelligence which is like more primal do you think of like a heavy brow yeah mm. i've got quite a heavy brow you do maybe you're a neander neanderthal yeah maybe i can't even say that word i can never say neanderthal, neanderthal. That, that word I, so i always just say caveman because i just cannot say it i'm a bit like a caveman a little bit you're very hairy you've got a big hairy big brow big brow yeah. <laughs> That's it. There you go. And, and, and it finishes the similarities there. stop there. <laughs> I was hoping for more. Oh, my days. 
Survival skills. <laughs> oh, great hunter. <laughs> Uh, uh, yeah, interesting. Uh, they were just I what I what I did is I sat earlier and made a list, um, and I did this to start off because I just like I said I find myth um, and folklore really interesting, um, mainly because I'm interested as to where that's come from. Like I just find mm. it interesting that we, as a as the human race, we just make up stories that all we seem to yeah they, they, these myths just that we can't really explain where they come from they just seem to go back almost as far as ancient greece in some ways well what you said on that dragons one which we found really interesting was how like there's dragons as a concept sort of appeared all over the world in all different places but not influenced by each other it's just like people mm. naturally created that idea yeah exactly and there were slight variations but you know, at the end of the day, they're all very similar. And that, I guess that's kind of a lot of all these classic mythical creatures. Mm. Yeah, it's, 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 I just find it really interesting. Um, like you say, it's not like you've gone abroad and heard this story somewhere. Like you've, yeah, it's, and giants aren't particular to one area either. It's, it's, they're everywhere. There's a myth from all over the world. Scandinavia. Yeah, they tend to be, it tends to be more a European thing and then North America. Um, do they, um, do you think of a, both of you, do you think of a giant as having like a certain way of talking or a certain like thing it says? I put here one of my, one of my like features was um, slow speech. Yeah, because I was thinking like, you know, me hit rock. Yeah, me big giant man. That that kind of thing. Yeah, this is just cavemen. We're talking about cavemen. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was just kept thinking of that Amazon woman episode of Futurama where they want snoo snoo <laughs> snoo snoo me was snoo oh, yeah. snoo. <laughs> yeah, ladies, please. <laughs> oh man I love that we're still with Matt Groening but we've moved on to Futurama references yeah that's such a good episode though that is such <laughs> I've a been good going episode. back through them on um, Disney Plus over the last well, couple Futurama's of weeks Futurama's all on Disney Plus now isn't it I know how amazing is that all series of Futurama on Disney Plus so good yeah. so good um, I, I had some other things down here as well a lack of agility like they seem to be quite like cumbersome and quite like their limbs are heavy. Every obviously they're massive, but they seem to they don't seem to be very nimble. Mm. Like well, apart from the BFG, he seems to be pretty quick. Yeah, he runs around. Yeah, he's like leaping over three fields in one stride. That's mental. Not bad for an old fella. It's pretty good. Um, uh, and then I don't know where I got this one from. <laughs> <laughs> Just let that slide. <laughs> um. Oh, yeah, and then I, <laughs> I also had um, use of clubs and boulders. Again, I think that's mm. maybe just cavemen. I don't know where I've got that from. Um, and then I, I, I took a slight turn and uh, came up with cannibalistic. Oh. Like the the big giants in the BFG, they children, don't they? They have deep voices. I'm thinking of, you know, the, the film Big Fish with Ewan McGregor? Yeah. He he hangs out with a giant for a bit. Oh yeah, and he has like a really deep voice. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, I guess I guess so. Yeah, that guy. <laughs> yeah, 
He has like a little black beard. He's quite tall, but he's much taller in Big Fish. Yeah, like, well, Big Fish is all about exaggerating stories, isn't it? Yeah, It's about yeah. making Big Fish stories. So the, the actor's really tall. Like, he is basically a giant. But in that film, he's, like, portrayed as being huge. Yeah. It's like when I first saw Green Mile, I was convinced that... Um, oh, my days. John Coffey. Um, I'm so... I, I feel terrible. I can't remember the actor's name, which is really bad. Um, Michael Clark Duncan. That's it. Yeah, yeah. I I was convinced he was like nine foot tall because mm. that's yeah. And then I remembered it's a film and they they made it look like that. Um. Anyway, so there we go. What I was going to do. So I just wanted to look first of all at like I said earlier, a bit of history. Look at some of the myths. Um. You know, we I said earlier, giants are pretty much everywhere. Um. Not in. Not physically, just in the myth or the legend of giants. Pretty much any country in the world, um, you can read some kind of legend about a giant or a race of giants. Mm. Um, so, and we obviously don't have time to go into all of them. I've just picked out a couple of, like my favourites or a couple that I found quite interesting. Um, Is this like top five giants? <laughs> well, it's it's actually top three. Um, is one of them Surtul? No, don't think so. No, it's an Estonian folk tale. Oh, go on. Oh, this is where I knew that you'd probably be on your toes with. Uh, that's the only one I know. I, I did an episode of of Weird Tales about Surtul. Um, not Weird Tales, a five minute folklore. So, listeners, if you want to hear a, a fun giant story, that was a really fun one. Yeah, I was going to say you must have done. Um, you must have covered. Yeah, that's the only. That's the only giant myth I did. So. Yeah, um, I stayed clear of like Eastern Europe, uh, and there's quite a few. Surprisingly enough, there's quite a few like giant stories from like Bulgaria, um, mm. and then lots in Scandinavia, which I haven't really gone into. Well, they have trolls as well, don't they? What's the difference between a giant and a troll? I was going to ask you this because uh, I can't really tell. So from from what I can see, trolls. In Scandinavia, they're known as Jotun or Jotun. I'm definitely saying that wrong. It probably might be a, a y. Yeah, J. it could it be, be Jotun. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah, I knew I'd pronounce it wrong. But yeah, what what do you think? Well, I watched a film all about trolls this week, and it was really weird. Was it Trolls? No, it wasn't <laughs> Trolls World Tour. <laughs> <laughs> no, I watched a, a Swedish film called Border. And that was all about trolls, and it was super, super weird. And I feel like trolls, if you live in Scandinavia, especially Sweden, they're just something that's, and Iceland as well, they're just something that's so like known by the people there. I don't mm. know if we have any myths in, in our country where like it's just expected that everyone knows them. Because I've seen a few things with trolls now, and they never explain what trolls are. And I'm always just like, I'm lost. I don't know the rules of trollism. <laughs> but yeah, the when I've watched these these Swedish films about trolls, they're always just like they expect you to know all this weird stuff. And um, I lose a little bit from like cultural differences. But that film is super weird. It was incredibly unpleasant. Oh. Sounds delightful. And it wasn't a horror film. It wasn't gory. It wasn't scary. It was just incredibly, like, unpleasant. Yeah. Mm. Uh, and what did, what did you say it was called, sorry? Just... Border. Okay. Uh, we'll go check that out. Uh, it sounds yeah. like a lovely film. Uh, it's I... really weird. If you want a weird film, 
I was like, I watch weird films and I was like, I actually at one point sat forward on my sofa and went, Jesus, at one of the scenes because I was so shocked by a sex scene that happened in the middle of it. I was like, oh, whoa. Troll sex. It was super weird. Like, I'll cut this, but it's fucking weird. Oh, my days. <laughs> so I didn't know what troll genitalia was like until I watched that film. And I hadn't thought about it, to be honest. <laughs> but that might be the main difference, because when I think of a giant's genitalia, I just think of, like, a massive windsock. <laughs> oh, what? God. A massive, a massive windsock. Wind oh my life. That is you horrific. Know, like a high vis one with a hole in it. I, might... <laughs> I imagine it's just big, like they are, you know? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I'd imagine uh, Giant would have a pretty big willy. This, uh, this episode's stupid. <laughs> this, this is stupid. Um,. Okay, so we're not really sure about trolls. I didn't include trolls because... <laughs> no, we'll save that for when we go to Iceland. Exactly. and Hell yeah. I mean, the main reason I didn't include them is because the one thing which seems to be common through most uh, giant myth um, is the size of a giant. <laughs> and it's, <laughs> is the, them, <laughs> it's the size of their... <laughs> Genitalia. Um, <laughs> and from what I can tell, most, it seems like most Scandinavian troll folklore, they're not necessarily big in stature, trolls. They can be no. different I've seen, sizes. I've seen the film Troll Hunter where there's like massive ones in it. I don't know why I've watched all these troll films. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I didn't even know there were troll films. It's just because I watch a lot of world cinema and when I've, I've watched Swedish films that just have trolls in them. Um, but there's big ones in that, but in Border, they were just normal human size. Okay. Well, we'll leave trolls for now, then. Maybe we can come back to them another episode. Um, yeah. So I'm going to dive into a little bit of Greek myth, because as far as I could see, like tr- uh, giants go as far back as ancient, ancient uh, Greece, which is amazing. Does um, the Cyclops count as a giant? Uh, it does. I'm going to mm. come to Cyclops in a second. I'm amazed. I'm quite, I quite. I I wondered whether one of you guys would mention Cyclops at the start of the episode. Well, when you said Greek, it just um, it just twigged with me then. Yeah, exactly. Um, so we'll come to Cyclops in a moment. Um, but in terms of just general Greek mythology about giants, uh, the giants were the children of Uranus, <laughs> um, or the sky. And Gaia, which is the Earth, Gaia, um, Gaia, that's it. Mm. But they weren't; they were never born. Apparently, so they were like unborn children, right? Of Uranus and Gaia. Okay. Which I don't really understand that. Um, and apparently, Gaia, the Earth, wouldn't let them be born because they were worried that the giants would be too powerful, and so she like imprisoned them in her womb. It's mental, isn't it? Old myths are very dense. Yeah, it's mental. It, it is dense. They're just difficult to pass. You're just like, okay, I'm, I'm, I'm lost. Or as soon as, as soon as you start delving, it's just like yeah. from another time. It's like we thought of stories in a different way. Yeah, it's insane. And the thing is that that I find so crazy is that someone would have been telling this story, and people listening would have gone, mm-hmm. "Go on, yeah, yeah, yeah." That makes sense. And then what happened? Yeah. <laughs> so basically, 
<laughs> yeah. Um, they were never born, and the, yeah, that the gay was concerned that they would be too powerful, so she imprisoned them in her womb. Eventually, though, Gaia convinced her older son, Kronos, uh, to attack Uranus. No jokes, please. Um, and then the blood that spilled from Uranus, don't laugh, no jokes, um, on Gaia released the giants from her womb prison. Right. How insane is that? I kind of think it rules. It's it's pretty awesome. Like, yeah. this It sounds like... Real like heavy metal, like the womb prison. Yeah. yeah, it's not. It's just mental. It's just insane. I I mean, it makes most Greek myth is just full of just mental picture language. A lot of it is like just a big soap opera, but then you have these crazy concepts around it, like womb prisons. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, it's like heavy metal soap opera. Yeah, <laughs> I like that. That's another T-shirt design. Um, so eventually then, uh, Gaia's older brother, Kronos, took power but was overthrown by Zeus. And we know who Zeus is. Uh, or maybe we don't know who Zeus is. Big cheese. He's the main one, isn't he? Mm. Um, He's the one who just like slipped around so much and had like illegitimate children everywhere. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, he couldn't, uh, couldn't help himself. Couldn't keep it in his pants. And so, eventually, then, the giants that had escaped from the womb prison um, became enraged by this and decided to take trees as clubs. We mentioned clubs. Oh. And they used boulders as missiles and waged war on Zeus and the other Greek gods in this crazy epic battle, which is called Gigantomachy, which... Is pretty mental. That's like another episode in itself. I've never heard of that. It's crazy. But basically, according to Greek, ancient Greeks, giants uh, entered this crazy war with Zeus and a load of other Greek gods and defeated. They basically ended up defeating and burying the gods under the mountains, um, which is where they say earthquakes and volcanoes come from they're basically mm. the buried gods that were buried by these giants um that's this that whole story is crazy you know these ancient civilizations who say stuff like for example you said oh the that's where earthquakes come from do you think they were looking for wonder what an earthquake is and then they worked backwards from that yeah and it was like that extreme they went back so far yeah, and then it feels like they went too far and just committed to it. And they were like, where did we start again? Oh, yeah, we're just trying to work out where earthquakes came from, make up a story about that. Like, hang on, say that. what did you say about a womb prison? Say that again. <laughs> well, we've said it now. We've I've written it, I've chiselled it into this rock, so we've got to go with it. Do they chisel? They um, that's, that's, that's not even like chiselled into the rock. It's a bit <laughs> further forward than that. I was going to, that's a lot of work to, <laughs> to chisel that lot into a rock. You've been watching too much Flintstones. <laughs> <laughs> they would get there. They have like weird animal labor. They'd get some dinosaur to do it for them. That's like, um, do you remember the Super Mario cartoon? <laughs> Unfortunately, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's similar to that. They've got they've that's like dinosaurs and like stone tablets as well. Oh yeah, 
I remember that because there was a few different Mario cartoons. I remember the one that was like on Dinosaur Island, basically. Do you remember the one where they were selling like fast food burgers? No, I have like no recollection of any particular episode. I just remember like the general aesthetic. That fucking episode, man. <laughs> sorry, sorry, beef. No, it's fine. Um, <laughs> so, no, I was just enjoying. I was just enjoying that because I. I love that you have recollection of complete episodes and Bobby's like, yeah, I kind of remember it. Yeah, I just remember what it looked like. <laughs> yeah, so basically, I I, start, I wanted to start with that one. One, because it's the oldest one I could find uh, mm. and also just because it's crazy. I mean, like, and I don't know how they wouldn't have, they, surely they wouldn't have to even explain where giants came from, would they? Because... I feel like they really don't <laughs> when they're just like, yeah, they're unborn. Um, were they unborn? So they're unborn children of Uranus and Gaia. Yeah. that I See, I can't get my head around it. I'm just like, I don't really know what that means. <laughs> you know what's also interesting is um, there seems to be a, a link between... So Uranus is known as a, a frost giant. Apparently it's really cold on Uranus. Um, so many jokes that we're gonna have to skim oh, over. I, I'm not. I'm not. Me and Tiss aren't even acknowledging them. But if that's all you, we're not biting on this one. You're trying to get a rise out of us. <laughs> <laughs> I just keep looking at your faces, and that's enough. Like, don't know. Um, anyway, I've completely lost track of what I say now because I I stumble over my own. Um, Anus. Yeah, my anus. Um, <laughs> so that's Greek myth. Uranus. Um, Bobby, you mentioned Cyclops. Yeah. Uh, what do you know about Cyclops? Um, he's got one eye. Mm-hmm. He's a big guy. Yeah. Strong. Yeah. Mm. Classic giant, giant tropes. Yeah, just a big giant with one eye. Yeah. I can't remember, like, the story, but I don't know. I just remember the, what he looks like, but I know I've I've seen like a classic like um, depiction of a Cyclops story before, but I just right. I don't know. Well, I've got a video here which I can hopefully use to jog your memory. Um, Is it from Jason and the Argonauts? It's not. It's it's from our good friends over at the History Channel. All right. Um. So we know this is all legit, one hundred percent confirmed stuff. Um, here we go. On a typical fall day in the Midwest, farmhands make a find that is anything but ordinary. An enormous skull with what looks like a single sizable eye socket right in the middle of the forehead. Right, so I'm going to pause here and show you this picture. Well, they, this is something they actually found. This is what they actually found. When? Uh, I don't know. We'll come to recently, that in a second. Though. I think recent. Yeah, recently. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Not years ago. This was like recent. I don't know if you can. Uh, I can see that. It looks like a dinosaur skull. Yeah. Tis, what does that look like to you? Like a dinosaur, right? Um, that middle circle is that 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 must be his nostril, right? Well, now that's the one eye socket. Well, is this the cyclops we're talking about? A giant cyclops. Yeah. Well, they found a Cyclops skull. Apparently. That eye size doesn't look very efficient, though. How would it roll in that socket? It's like a cylinder. 
Well, it looks like it's got the heavy brow, right? It's quite heavy at the top. Yeah. Sometimes when you see cartoons of Cyclops, they have like a more cylindrical eye, though. Yeah. Um. Well, anyway. We'll, but yeah, we'll, we'll... I don't see how they would roll. You're right there, Tess. Mm. The ancient Greeks collected fossils like these and believe they told a story about massive monsters. The skeleton looked sort of human-like, only much bigger and a little stranger. Next thing you know, bada-boom, bada-bing, bada-bam, you have a cyclops. The cyclops were ferocious and huge man-eating giants that only had one great eye in the center of their forehead. But is it possible these freaks of nature actually existed? There's a very rare genetic defect known as cyclocephalia. The orbital eye sockets merge and form one great eye. Now, typically these aberrations are stillborn. But that doesn't explain the discovery of fossils like this one. It's at least three million years old and belonged to an immense creature standing nine feet tall and weighing six tons. To ancient Greeks, bones like these prove the Cyclops were real. Since they didn't know what dinosaurs looked like or what other creatures looked like, they would assemble them to look like men. The rib cages would be put together, and these would be very, very big creatures. Scientists today have another explanation, elephant skulls. They possess a giant cavity in the center that represents the nasal cavity. And this could have been interpreted as an eye socket. So it's not hard to imagine how people discovering these ancient elephant skulls created or conceived this cyclops-like, human-like giant. That noise is... As soon as he said elephant skull, I was like, yeah, that's what it looks like. I felt like I'd seen that before. Yeah. Mm. When the guy before that was talking, he was just like, as if it was fact. He's like, yeah, cyclops were these giant guys that walked around like terrorizing things. What, what, does he think that's real? Did he actually believe it? I think I think he does, and I, I don't think anyone's <laughs> had the heart to tell him. <laughs> he just thinks because he saw it in a cartoon, it was like everything he has, like, like, well, everything he sees must be depicting fact. It must be Cyclops. <laughs> yeah. Did you know there was a blue hedgehog that could talk and eat chili dogs? Amazing. <laughs> <laughs> that's Sonic. Does Sonic oh. eat chili dogs? Yeah. Is this in the new movie? I remember the Sonic cartoons really well. Oh. No, that's, oh. No, that's in the old cartoons. But we're talking about Mario and Sonic old cartoons today. That's mad. Yeah. And the Flintstones. <laughs> Reference vintage stuff today. I mean, all we need to do is fit in like the Jetsons and <laughs> any other Hanna-Barbera oh. cartoons we could think of. Did you ever see the really old Legend of Zelda cartoons? Because they are fucking bonkers. Oh, I don't think I have. He's like, it's like medieval looking, but then he's got like a real fucking shitty attitude all the time. He's like, well, excuse me, princess. That's his catchphrase. Oh. It's like Sonic the Hedgehog's personality got pushed into Link. It's They're really fucking weird cartoons. Yeah. I mean, they sound mental. Yeah, not worth watching. Um, but I do, I do feel like cartoons in the early 90s, early to mid 90s were just like Cartoon Network. 20 years ago was insane. Like Ren and Stimpy, Cow and Chicken. Oh, yeah, nuts. All that stuff is crazy. It's like um, the birth of, like, the outrageous, like, absurdist 
meme humor that exists now. It was like all people that grew up with that stuff. Yeah, exactly. Um, but yeah, so, elephant skulls. Uh, yeah, yeah, and that's that's what it looks like, right? I don't, I don't think there was actually cyclops running around terrorizing villages. And no, 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 I don't think so. But the guy at the beginning of the video, like you see, he seemed to think that maybe there was. Um, but the thing is, had these guys never seen a real elephant before? They must have done. That's what I was thinking. They must have seen a skull. They found a, a skull that was three million years old and was like, wow, Cyclops. Were they not just like, oh, it's an elephant skull? Yeah. Or a mammoth, maybe, as well? Yeah, exactly. Well, elephant, a breed of elephant, I guess. Yeah, yeah I just don't... They, yeah, they must have... They, but instead, they went straight to Cyclops. Definitely yeah. Cyclops. Um, but, uh, yeah, so Greek myth. Um, usually... Like I, I went, I managed to look through. There seems to be quite a few myths about cyclops or different types of cyclops, um, but usually they're said to be to live on the island of Sicily uh, in the Mediterranean. Um, but quite significantly, that island is that was once home to ancient elephants, and obviously mm. their fossilized skulls and bones they can still be found today. But when they used to find them. Didn't, maybe didn't really know what they were and so cooked up these stories of giants um and uh yeah so basically as far back as the 1370s i think i've got written here yeah scholars have suggested um that they would have mistaken the the large hole in the center of mm. the skull to be an eye socket maybe we should do a weird house trip to um sicily and investigate for ourselves and just check it out, exactly. Yeah, I think just as an excuse to go and chill out in Sicily. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm down for that. I mean, I'm down for just leaving, being not in the UK for a bit. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Just anywhere but here. So we hmm. basically, we need to go to Iceland, now Sicily. Yeah, we'll do a Weird Tales World Tour. Amazing. And if you want to fund that, details will be we'll at the end of the episode. <laughs> yeah, exactly. People would fund it, probably. Not not enough to get us at a world tour. We might get to, like... We could probably get to, like, the Paris Catacombs or something. Yeah. My mum would probably give us, like, a tenner. There we go. We're part of the way there. Yeah, exactly. And we've got we've got some money in the kitty anyway, advertising money and stuff. But, yeah, maybe. When all this uh, clears up, when all this crazy little crazy world sorts itself out, maybe we'll start a Kickstarter for us to go somewhere. Hey, yeah. for a holiday, so you can listen to one special episode of the podcast. Uh, well, I, yeah, what, I couldn't think of a better excuse to leave the country apart from COVID and just wanting to get away from pretty much everyone that lives in this country right now <laughs> uh, than to go looking for um, giants in Sicily. Uh, I'm going to come on to... Uh, so we looked at Cyclops. We've looked, like, briefly... At um, Greek myth, just because mm-hmm. it like hurt my it hurt my brain. Um, the Greek myth stuff after a while because it's just it's so insane. Um, now, the third one I want to look at is Goliath. Oh, from the Bible. It's just like the story of David and Goliath. Only this time, David won. <laughs> <laughs> I know. I heard it too. Where's where's is that from something? And I've just that's from that. the Simpsons. All oh, right, okay. When Homer's taken on like uh, it's the one with the trash commissioner. When he's taken on the trash commissioner. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. 
Okay. This is a very, very proud day for us, especially me, your father. Me beat City Hall. It's just like David and Goliath, only this time David won. I know. I heard it too. Here's some music. (laughs) (laughs) That's class. Um, Okay, so Goliath is, um, is a Gittite. Um, they, the... A what? Is a Gittite. Hmm. Um, he is the, probably, well, he is the most well-known giant in the Bible. The Bible actually references giants about three times. I was going to say, how many giants are in the Bible? Well, they seem to, they seem to crop up, um, three times from what I can find in the Old Testament. That's Um, interesting. They are actually referred to as Nephilim. Yeah, I've heard that. Yeah, um, but I haven't. I'm not going to talk about them too much because actually, there's so much dispute as to who the Nephilim were and what that actually means. Right from um, the very bonkers, i.e., the Nephilim were fallen angels that mm. mated with women on Earth and then created these giants. Um, so that was the Nephilim that they were these giant men. I'm thinking of. Um... I played the video game Diablo 3 a little while ago, and um, in that, you're always referred to as Nephilim. Come, Nephilim. Or is, that's where I'm recognising the word from. Okay. <laughs> yeah, that's that's not that's not the context I was referring to here. No. Um, but he is described as... How well do you guys know the story of David and Goliath? Like, well enough? Pretty well. Go on, Tis, Give us a little rundown. Um... Was Dave, David was a shepherd? Yeah, correct. Oh, was he the son of the king? No. That's what what was Goliath then? Goliath was maybe the king, royal something. So Goliath um was a Philistine. Um and he was yeah, he's described as a champion. We we got like a little taste of Tiss's Bible stories again then. That was so popular a while back. <laughs> yeah, I like that. I like that you remembered that David was a shepherd. I was waiting for Herod's hat to come back into it. Yeah. A very hazy memory of a story I heard when I was under 10 years old. Well, I think of David and Goliath. I think of the Simpsons episode with Nelson and where they did the Simpsons Bible stories. Oh, right. Yeah. Okay. Which, yeah. to be fair, are pretty, whilst tenuous, they're pretty bang on. There's not really. Yeah, I can't remember. They did Garden of Eden, David and Goliath, and I can't remember the other one. That's it. Um, okay, so let me just play this then, and it should, maybe, it might jog your memory a bit. He was going from being a kid to being a warrior in that moment. He just bent over and he picked up five smooth stones, and these he put in his pouch, and he picked up his sling and he walked towards Goliath. And Goliath sees him and he goes, What? <laughs> was insulting actually to send well, what are you sending this young unarmed you know uh, unprotected <laughs> uh, guy against me the philistine curses david and vows to feed the israelites flesh to the birds and the wild animals smack talking is one of his fatal mistakes never brag in a fight that is one of the basic rules of fighting. David, <laughs> the basic rule of fighting. Okay, this guy's talking trash. 
And as soon as he makes a move, I'm gonna put him down. And that's exactly what he did. You can get a, a stone of a quarter pound, and a sling can hurl that at a couple of hundred miles an hour. That's like a whip. You know, when you crack a whip, you hear that sound? That's because the tip of the whip is going faster than the speed of sound. It's a sonic boom, it's breaking the sound barrier. Wow. That stone can hit with a great degree of speed and a great amount of force. According to the legend, all it takes to fell the giant is one shot. But for Goliath, the worst is yet to come. He kills him with his own sword to add insult to injury. Then goes, finds his family, and kills them. You know, David is seen as kind of this writing poetry and playing the flute or something. This guy was a killer. And we'll leave it there. So, David was a shepherd, like you said, Tiss, but actually, so which we get this idea then that he's this small, meek, mild kid who's not really, you know, not, not too strong, not too powerful. Um, but if you read the story... Um, in the book of Samuel, like this guy is fighting off wolves, bears, like any predators that are coming to eat the sheep, he's having to then fight off. And seems to get got pretty nifty on the old sling. And um <laughs> Yeah, is he agrees to fight Goliath. Um whose height, by the way, so the size of Goliath. Well he actually has his like vital statistics in the Bible. It says, yeah. So it says in Samuel 17, 4, that he was six cubits and a span, which is about nine foot. <laughs> right, okay. I was going to say that means nothing to me. Yeah. <laughs> nine foot, though. Okay, yeah, that's pretty tall. Yeah, nine foot's pretty big. A sling, a sling is like, not like a slingshot, is it? It's like a, it's like a, like a, a wet nappy with a ball in it. <laughs> yeah, kind of. <laughs> kind of, except I don't think it's wet. It's like a lever, lever, isn't it? Yeah. And you let go of it and it swings. You swing it around and then throw the dirty contents. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, it wouldn't have been like Bart Simpson with a slingshot. No, no. Uh, no, a sling. Um, and so I think... Don't the... see many slings around nowadays. No, I guess not. Well, apparently because apparently they're quite a dangerous weapon. Mm. Uh, you know, they can fire half a pound of stone at 200 miles an hour apparently it's mm. pretty that's quite quick isn't it um but uh goliath actually came from a like a family of giants it's it says i bet they were well upset <laughs> yeah, well about what happened to him well no because david killed them all so uh he killed you know, them all yeah goes and just uh yeah bloodlust yeah he had a um, taste they, they loved it though. They loved um, death in biblical times. In the Old Testament I you meant times, the giants. Oh, the giants! Well, they bloody loved dying. Well, the giants. The, yeah, they're pretty <laughs> aggressive. Pretty, pretty ferocious. He said he was gonna feed David's flesh to his family. Well, he just he just like kicked in their front door and was like, <laughs> "You're going down as well." Uh, yeah, I think so. Well, I guess so. My image is he kills Goliath in a in combat. And then he just rushes down to Goliath's house, kicks in the front door. Mrs. Goliath's like staring a pot on the counter. <laughs> <laughs> he just fucking cracks him. 
Well, but not not before um, cutting off Goliath's head as well. He cuts off his head. Why? Just for a laugh, I guess. Don't know. Just to make sure he's dead. I don't know. Power move. Yeah, with his own sword. So he mm. like. Oh yeah, insult to injury. And then I think he like picks up his head almost like. Come on then. His head must have been massive as well. Yeah, exactly. Nine foot as well. So his head would have been pretty pretty big. Mm. But that was almost like. He should have cut off his nuts and then put them in his sleep. <laughs> <laughs> and killed his, his family, family with his nuts. God. <laughs> you know, at the beginning of the episode, you said it's going to be the latter. Yeah, I'm going to cover. <laughs> that's, that's the limit. That's too silly. With his nutsling over his head. <laughs> nutsling. Oh, anyway. Oh, dear, oh, dear. Right. Um, so that's that's the story of David and Goliath. Uh, one thing that I was actually amazed to find online was that um, someone had actually done a paper suggesting um, that um, Goliath suffered from a pituitary gland dysfunction so that there could have been like a tumour already pressing on his brain or pressing on the edge of his skull. And then the impact from the from the rock would have would just finished him off. Um, but because, if you hit someone with a rock going that quick, if it hit him in like the temple... Oh, you would be dead I would anyway. say that would do it anyway. Probably. Pituitary gland or not. Yeah, exactly. Um, I think that just explains his size and his stature, mm. maybe. That if, it's, um, if he's got a dysfunction in his pituitary gland, then right. that will... Um, I think that that means that if like if you have a dysfunction in that way, you don't stop growing. So maybe maybe that was Greg's. Uh... So he would never stop growing. Imagine that. Imagine never stop growing. That's a really scary idea. Yeah, it's pretty mental. Um, so they were like my three stories that I just wanted to glance over. What about um the the Norse realm of Jotunheim? This is when I was going to, before we go on to any evidence that I might have, um, because, you know, there's going to be so much evidence for giants. um, I wanted (laughs) to ask you guys if you knew any other. So, yeah, tell us a bit more about Norse giantology. Uh, Isn't that I'm I'm not that great on Norse mythology. It's so dense. um, And I purposely never delved into it on five minute folklore because it's just so dense it's like its own podcast to delve through that stuff and there are norse mythology podcasts so but wow. from my base knowledge is there's like the nine realms earth being one of them um among others and one of them is jotunheim and jotunheim is like the realm or the planet or whatever that the giants all live on right um I don't know if that's different because I, I get confused with different things. So there's one that has the Frost Giants. I don't know if that's Jotunheim or if that's a different realm that also has giants. That's where I get confused. That's, I think, um, no, Jotunheim is, because that's like Thor, isn't it? That's basically like Thor to... Thor is uh, from As... Is from... Um, As Asgard. Yeah, from Asgard. Yeah. But I swear he goes to Jodenheim, or that's one of the oh, realms that. Well, they... Loki's Loki. <laughs> we're talking Marvel mythology now, rather than no, Norse mythology. <laughs> Loki's real parents are, are frost giants. Yeah, yeah. 
But that's what I mean. They would have got that from Norse mythology. Is what I'm. I'm also thinking of God of War, like the video games, um, like the newest, the newest video game. You go to like Jotunheim briefly and stuff. So. Oh right. And you because in, in that game you travel between the different realms. Oh okay. I didn't know that. Yeah, that's what's really cool about that game. Like it's really cool that you go between the different realms and get to do different things. It's the one game series that I've not really gone into. I would say just play the new one. The new one's really good and it kind of resets. It could, it does a good thing of like resetting the series and continuing it at the same time. Like he's basically on the run from murdering all the Greek gods. So hides is hiding in the realm of the Norse gods. Oh. And they sort of go, you don't belong here. And his cover's blown and it's you. It's going to be a new trilogy now. So the old trilogy was the, the Greek gods and now it's going to be like the Norse god trilogy. So you can just jump on and just know that he's on the run because he killed all the Greek gods. Oh, right. But that new game's pretty good. Oh, okay. It did look pretty good. I just feel like I'd always miss the boat um, with him. But... Yeah, no, the story's really good actually. Um, it's a little bit like The First Last of Us because it's you and a young kid that you're like um, travelling with. Okay. Yeah. Oh, so I'll probably love it then. Yeah, it's really good. And it's a really good balance of like kind of open world and kind of linear story driven. It does that probably better than I've seen in other games. Okay. Hmm. Hmm. Uh, big shout out <laughs> to God of War there. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. God of War. Um, so, yeah. So, Atis, have you got are there any that come to mind or any myths that I might have missed? No, I can't think of any others. No. Only pop culture references, like BFG. Yeah. Green Giant. <laughs> oh, oh, oh. Green, Green Giant. Giant. Um, okay, so we'll I'm move on I'm trying to then. think. I'm trying to like... I'm just trying to think if I can think of any more. Um, there are loads. I'm sure there are. There's lots... There's more biblical stuff as well. I just haven't... Like I say, I haven't got the time to go into it, but... But Norse, this is why I purposely sidestepped Norse mythology because the giant stuff there is is so mental. Yeah. Um, and it just would have taken too long to go into it, like you said. Yeah, it's like I say, it's why I never covered Norse stuff on yeah. five minutes. It's just so dense. It's why, as much as I love the idea of delving into Indian mythology, that is yeah. so dense. Forget it. Hindu mythology is crazy yeah, as well. Yeah, it's awesome, but it's just like, I can't... The whole point of that podcast is I try and sum up stories in five minutes. I literally could not sum up an Indian and folklore story in five minutes. No. So. No, not at all. I would highly recommend, though, if any of our listeners are even mildly interested in this kind of stuff, go and check out uh, Mythology on Giants. There's tons of stuff out there from almost every com- um, country, every continent in the world. Just go and check them out. Um, particularly if you might be thinking of one that I've missed and it's your particular favourite. I don't know. Maybe maybe that's the case. Have you got a favourite giant beef? Um, BFG. I'd probably go to like a, a like a famous pop culture reference like Tiss said, I, and I almost don't want to. Mm. I mean... It's you don't want to pick an obvious one. <laughs> it, for me, it's got to be the BFG, isn't it? I think. Because I'm, um, you know big big Roald Dahl fan and I think it was probably the first Roald Dahl book I've read as well if I'm trying to remember rude though isn't it it does blow offs in that book it does he does do blow offs yeah aren't that isn't that what gives him like propels him up into the sky to get to the earth isn't it yeah did you ever watch the film the Steven Spielberg one I did 
yeah, uh, Mark Rylance. Um, Mark Rylance, yeah. Yeah. I can't um, I can't see Mark Rylance now without thinking about how he doesn't believe Shakespeare was real. Yeah, I know. Yeah, since we looked at him on um Shakespeare. He wasn't. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Mark Rylance on the right side of history. <laughs> exactly for once, yeah. I don't know what that means cuz He's probably always on the right side of history, I suppose. I don't know. Um, I I really have a soft spot for the like eighties cartoon one. Have you seen that with David Jason playing? Oh the yeah, that's the one I always loved when I was a kid. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's just fun hearing David Jason talking about whiz pops, whiz pops, and snoz bangers or whatever yeah, they're called. Yeah. Um, snoo snoo. Oh, I don't want to hear David Jason talk about Snow Snow. No, no, nothing worse. So what I wanted to do, because it's all very good talking about myth, is uh, I want to look to see if there's any evidence. Is there any concrete proof that a giant such as Goliath, because there's tall people around, isn't there? Yeah. You know, there's basketball players that are like seven foot. But also... Some something like the Bible, which is stories from the people. Like, it's almost like um, you know when someone tells you something that happened, and then they tell someone, then they tell someone. Something like the Bible could be very like word of mouth hmm. tales, and then it could have started off as just like a tall, strong guy, and then yeah. you know fish stories, big fish. Yeah, so. exactly. So I wanted to check this out. I thought I. Maybe we're not going to find evidence of giants that were like 15 foot and, you know, absolutely ginormous fossils. But could we at least, because like I say, there are are basketball players that are like seven foot. Mm. There are some very tall people out there. But if we took Goliath size, so nine foot, is is there evidence of anyone out there? at all that even came close to that because that's two foot that's pretty that's pretty tall that's that's massive you'd have to eat a lot i'm thinking of like really tall basketball players they must have to eat loads to be like that energetic as well exactly yeah i mean what's what's it for a man it's like 2500 calories a day isn't it for a typical man yeah something like that so that it must be like what double that i suppose i'm not sure yeah they're they're so like athletic all the time and they're that much like body to to fill yeah yeah um yeah exactly yeah that much body to fill (laughs) and then to have energy on top of the body to fill that's pretty exactly pretty crazy um well the short answer to that is yes well the tall answer the the way the tall answer to that question is yes have you guys heard of robert wadlow no 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 no, uh, neither did I. Um, Robert Wadlow is still, according to the Guinness World Records, the, still the tallest man that ever lived, the, or the tallest person that has ever lived. Um, when they last measured him on the 27th of June, 1940, so he's... Oh, okay, so it's a way back, yeah. Long since been dead, but actually not too long ago, you know, so the Guinness World Records have got an actual record of this guy. Mm. When they measured him in 1940, uh, he was American, by the way. I was going to say, where was he from? He measured 2.7 metres, which is 8 foot 11. Whoa. 
flipping which neck. Is pretty much the nine foot that Goliath is said to have been. Wow. Which, that's mental, right? Eight foot eleven. That is, I'm actually really flabbergasted. I, when you said, oh, the tallest man that ever lived, I didn't think he'd be that tall. No. No, I was maybe thinking pushing eight foot, but pushing nine foot is... Yeah, that's that's shocking. Unreal. And when was this? Uh, in 1940 was the last time he was measured. Um, was he in the war? I feel like it'd be a bit of a giveaway, right? <laughs> trying to hide in the trench <laughs> Robert get down I am I'm already on my knees like what do you want me to do <laughs> yeah talk about like an obvious target <laughs> <laughs> oh dear can you imagine him like lumbering out of the trench <laughs> all the enemy would like turn around and start running and screaming <laughs> <laughs> They should they should put a club in his hand and make him chase them. Oh my days. Keep growing, Robert. With the club. You're nearly there. <laughs> we bought you a club. <laughs> oh man. I hope no like really tall people are offended about this club talk. I'm just being silly. I mean, I tried to visualise what nine foot looks like and so I took a picture, I'd measured it out in my living room, I took a picture which I'm now pretty sure isn't really going to convey it when I show it to you guys. And my cat Figaro is rather unhelpfully like laying on the, uh, (laughs) laying at the top, but you could kind of make out the measuring tape. Actually, it's it's useful to have the cat there because it's almost like... It gives a bit of a frame of reference. Yeah, that's pretty massive. That's tall, right? Yeah. I mean, I just can't, he wouldn't fit on my sofa. (laughs) <laughs> that's the least of his troubles there is a picture in <laughs> he couldn't get shoes they, they put that on the uh, in the Guinness World Record book yeah world's tallest man couldn't even fit on beef sofa couldn't even fit on and my sofa's long um, but Robert Wadlow could not fit on my sofa but yeah, just imagine that that's nuts this also blew my mind so he Apparently he was born and his parents, you know, they he was recorded as being normal in size and in everything else. Everything was normal. But then he very, very quickly began to grow. Um, he was five foot four by the age of five. Oh, my goodness. Five foot four. That's crazy. I'm I think I'm I'm quite sure I'm shorter than both you guys. I think I'm five foot eight. I'm 5'8", I think, Beef. Oh, so maybe I'm shorter. So maybe, like... I, I would have said that we we're about the same height, to be honest. Oh, maybe. I might, I might be 5'9". That... Either way, me and Beef are not very tall. Could you imagine four inches shorter than us, then, this yeah. five-year-old? That would be terrifying. A five-foot-four, ty- like, five-year-old. Um, <laughs> that would be terrifying. It would be really scary. And wearing clothes intended for he teenagers. He must have been so self-conscious at school. Yeah. Yeah, that would have been really tough, wouldn't it? I didn't get to see whether he was... He probably had some idiots that next to him in math <laughs> saying he was going to buy the club or something, <laughs> making it even worse. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah, I guess so. Um, but anyway, so his abnormal height and size, like, if you if you re- if you go and um, you can find 
you can still find his details on the Guinness World Records website. And it's just, he's just, he is a giant. Like mm. his head, his hands, his limbs, he is just a very, very big man. Um, and uh, doctors examined him and basically his exceptional, enormous size was caused by a hyperplasia of his pituitary gland. Oh, okay. Um, so I think this is where that guy that wrote a paper about Goliath maybe suggested, or oh, maybe that could have been, um, which basically that condition causes your body to uh, just basically continue producing the growth hormone. And because it was in the 1940s, um, they were never able to give him any treatment to stop his growth, which to my reckoning anyway from what i can make out they they can now do that there's now treatment people can do to stop your body producing this growth um hormone so if you're get if you're really tall you can say can you stop making me grow yeah i guess if they found out that you've got this hyperplasia again they'd be like mate i don't want to be bobby keeps picking on me in maths and, uh, <laughs> <laughs> um but we talked about calories. I found this really interesting. He consumed 8,000 calories a day. Wow. Which is... I mean, it would be quite fun to be like, oh, I've got to, I've got to eat 8,000 calories a day. Like, this is amazing. Yeah. I think I'd get really sick of eating that much really quick. Yeah, so would I. What's that in perspective? Well, the average, like Bib said, the average amount that a man normally would have to eat in a day is like between 2,000 and 2,500, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Right. So it's like nearly it's nearly like four times what an average man would eat in a day. How many calories in a Big Mac? A lot. I think I think a Big Mac is like almost what you need in a day, to be honest. Let's let's have a look. So how many Big Macs could this guy have? Calories in a Big Mac. Oh, it's not as much as you think. Two hundred that can't be right. That's two hundred and fifty seven. No, it's no no That's not no. right. How many calories are in a Big Mac? In a combo meal. So if you were to get a Big Mac with a medium drink and medium fries, that's one thousand and eighty. Is that so he, he could eat eight, eight of them. Eight eight, of those eight meals Big Mac meals a day. That's mental. Oh, that's more like it. Five hundred and fifty calories in a Big Mac. Right. That's still, though, to put that in perspective, I saw a sandwich in Tesco's earlier that was 700 calories. Some of them sandwiches in Tesco's, I can't believe what's going on. Yeah, no. I'm like, how? How are you getting that many? It's almost like they're like scientific geniuses for getting that many calories in such a small portion of food. (laughs) (laughs) Into a little triangle. Yeah, it would be like a little sandwich. I'll be like, what's a, ch- what, oh, what's a cheese sandwich? How bad can that be? And it's like, this is this is like three Big Macs. How have they done it? Yeah, it's mental. It's scientifically impossible. It's like when Homer's a food critic and they, they're they pumping into that. Is it an eclair? Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, the big eclair, yeah. Like in, in the Tesco's manufacturer, are they just like pumping loads of fat into the bread? Like they might, I don't know what else they're doing. I don't know how they're doing it. It's the dressing and stuff because the salads and that are really bad because they're covered in that dressing. But I could never make a sandwich like, unless it was like a chocolate spread sandwich and it was four chocolate spread sandwiches. I could never make a sandwich that <laughs> calorific. I don't know how they're doing it. Even because I picked up a BLT, I was like, "Oh, that can't be too bad. It's just bacon and bread." Like, how is it? 
Seven hundred calories. Yeah, they, see, that makes no sense. I don't understand. No, I couldn't tell you. Even on the green, when I was looking at the back, I was like, no, I still don't know what it is. <laughs> I don't understand. Tesco is a hiding. I don't know what mayonnaise they use it. No. <laughs> um. But anyway, so that's Robert Wadlow. <laughs> 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 Um. <laughs> um. So he uh, had gigantism, which is yes. like, you guys probably familiar with what that is. And so, because of that, I would say it's quite plausible that even though it's just a Bible story, you know, nine foot isn't out of the realms of impossibility or possibility. Sorry, it's not that crazy to think he could have actually been that tall i feel like nine foot could work if like with people slightly exaggerating it yeah they do think that it's the one thing actually that scholars struggle with the most it's because the the terms of measurement are so different yeah that's exactly what i was about to say like they're not sitting there with a tape measure and no. saying right okay goliath <laughs> just beat you back to the wall yeah got, like a bit of chalk <laughs> no 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 stand up straight no they would have been someone watching it thinking, yeah, he's pretty, he must be like five cubits. That's massive. Mm. Um, How big is a yeah. cubit? Why don't we use cubits anymore? I don't know. I quite like cubit. <laughs> I like the sound of it. I like it just so, it's so old timey about it. I like the idea of like just saying how, how many cubits something is just sounds quite nice to me. So he's, so Goliath was apparently six cubits and a span. So is a span like a bit? I think a span is like an a bit and a span. <laughs> um, six cubits, though. Yeah, accurate measurements. Next time I have to like um, measure a wall at work for like <laughs> if I'm getting paid per meter, I sometimes get paid per square meter of my <laughs> sending my my bill in cubits. Yeah, you should um, and just like and tell them, oh, that's uh, yeah, thirteen <laughs> cubits. And they go, what? Like, what do you mean? Just pretend like they're mental. Yeah, so Robert Wadlow, bless him. He, in the end, I think, bless him. from what I remember, he died of just like an infection as well. But obviously, being that size, everything is just way more complicated. Mm. Uh, so we're going to look a bit more at um, bones. Because I thought that if there's any evidence we can actually find, um, it's going to be... It's going to be fossils. It's going to be some kind of fossilised remains. Like an elephant skull. Like an elephant skull. So I thought, are there any more? Are there any? And I thought maybe, like, because I'd read that in quite a lot of myth, and I didn't include it earlier, but in quite a lot of myth, it carries across that giants had, like, two sets, like, two jaws. So two sets of teeth to help them munch through, like, human flesh. What, one behind the other? Yeah, just almost like a, like a doubling up of... Almost like a shark, yeah. So I thought we must be able to find some teeth. And you'll be grateful to know that I managed to find exactly that. <laughs> I thought you might, otherwise you might not have mentioned it. <laughs> Meanwhile, back in Puckett's cave, Bill and Brad have come upon their fourth hour of scouring for clues. We could find any physical evidence. That's really what we're looking for. Something that we can have DNA tested or carbon dated. See what was happening with this human that was eight foot tall. Actually, a neat little cavern under here. By 
by the way, that beeping is they're using what I can only describe as a tooth metal detector across the okay. soil. Okay. Brett. Brett, check this out. So we're going up and down the north wall. I'm pushing aside leaves. And out of the corner of my eye, I see something white. What'd you find? Look. We take a closer look at this thing. We're dumbstruck. It's a tooth. I'm gonna I'm gonna show you what they found now. <laughs> okay. Because I I would like to see what you and I I mean it is a bit annoying because you're probably not gonna be able to see it that clearly, but I'm just curious to see what you think. Can you see that little like white triangle yeah. cone shaped? Would you say that was a tooth? Um not a human tooth. No. What about you, Tess? Human? No. No. It's like a dog tooth. Yeah, right. It's doesn't look very it's not like a big molar, is it? No, it's a fang. Right. But these guys um oh by the way, I should have mentioned that uh you can catch these clips in a series on the History Channel called The Lost Giants Season One. So these guys are looking for this, the land of the giants, and they're looking for a tooth. And they found, luckily, uh, I mean, it's not a... It's not a, It's not quite as extreme, but it has some of the same energy as that Alaska Monsters guys. Where they're like, hey, is, come over here quick! Like, <laughs> Yeah, it, this is exactly why I played it, because like, this is just <laughs> funny. I just love this. Yeah. I love the History Channel. It's huge. It's a big one. So Brad and I are going back and forth speculating about what it might be. Could it be a bear tooth? Doesn't seem sharp enough. A deer, a cow. We're 70 feet up in a shelter cave. Kind of looks human to me. That would be one big human. Brad and I are looking at each other, and we think what it looks like a human incisor. My mind is racing. I'm thinking about all these accounts we have. Giant skulls. Massive jawbones, double rows of teeth. If this thing is an ancient giant tooth, we might have just hit the jackpot. It could change the game. My mind is racing. <laughs> My mind is racing. It looks like a human incisor. It doesn't. So he thinks they look like your, little, your fangs, right? Yeah. Yeah, but our fangs, even the most fangy, I've got fairly fangy fangs, and they're not like as sharp as for listeners. No. The, the image that Beef just showed us. Looked like a proper fang, an animal fang. Yeah, and it's not that, is it? No. Um. So are we? Are we saying that's rubs? Oh, hundred percent anti strat. Anti strat, totally anti strat. Tiss. Yeah, we're anti strat in that. Uh, I did watch the whole episode though. <laughs> did you? Um, yeah. Fair play. <laughs> Good on you. It. I mean, it was. It was funny. It's just those two guys apparently flabbergasted at every move. Like Their mind is, is racing all the time. Exactly. Yeah. So go give it a watch if you want to. It's on YouTube. What was the series called? The Land of the Giants. Or the Lost Land of the Giants, I mm. think. Um The Lost The Lost Giants. If you don't want to watch the whole episode, the YouTube does break it down into six videos, which is almost like YouTube's way of going, don't watch the whole thing. Well, I always put <laughs> I always put the links to the video clips in the show notes underneath the podcast. So you can check that out if you really want to. So they can click on that if they want. 
so we've got uh, two more to look at, and I'll just try to look through them quickly because I think we've we're probably what are we on probably like an hour and fifteen hour ten. Hour ten. Oh, okay, so we've got a bit more time. Um, hour fifteen, hour ten. Yeah, okay. Depending on how much I cut, and although we've been silly, I probably won't cut much. No, no, exactly. Um, so I just want to look at. The next one. The next one is the Giant of Castelnau. I'm definitely not saying that correctly, so I'll spell it out. It's C A S T E L N A U. Oh, the Castelnau. Castelnau. Mm. I don't know. Um, but and I'm definitely going to say this next name incorrectly. So apologies if anyone is listening in France and I'm butchering this completely. But discovered by Georges Vacher de La Pouche Oof. in 1890, <laughs> um, he discovered three bone fragments, uh, a humerus, uh, a tibia, which is your is, a tibia, is your thigh bone. A humorous what? Yeah, <laughs> a big joke, a big giant joke. Um, a, a tibia, which is your thigh, isn't it? Is that is that right? I feel like that's. I thought it was one of your arms, tibia and fibia. Ah, that's it. Yes, it's them okay. Two. I feel like there was a poet. There was like a rhyme in science to remember these things, but I definitely didn't pay attention. I can't remember what this one is. That just your arm bone. Yeah, I guess so. Tibia, no, fibia, just... femur. Femur, that's it. I'm thinking of the theme, femur, aren't I? Fe- and then, and then the third one was a femoral mid shaft. Um, Sounds a little blue. Does doesn't it? I don't want to talk about it. Um, but he discovered these um, these bones and dated them back um, as far as far back as the Neolithic period. Um, which is like, I don't know, Bronze Age. All then... those old periods, you could say any name and I'm just like, it's old. I don't, I couldn't tell you when and what order they were in and what happened in them. Really old. Basically really old, yeah. uh, if you want to check it out. But according to uh, Georges de la Pouche, um, the fossils that he found, his, his reckoning was that it was definitely a human bone and... He managed to deduct that it, it definitely was human and therefore his findings showed that it would have been the largest human to have ever existed. So he estimated Well and without a doubt they're saying it's human. Uh yeah, from from what from what I could tell. And I looked at a couple of sources and they seemed to I couldn't see anything that refuted mm-hmm. this. But I'm sure listeners, I'm sure you will do. Uh, his judgment. So obviously, this is eighteen ninety. So it's over like a hundred, however many years ago. So it's we're going to have a, you know, our, our methods are probably going to be a bit more, bit more accurate. But his reckoning was that this person would have been about three and a half meters, so eleven foot. No, doesn't sound right, does it? Um, the problem was that, and I don't know if this is just because of the time. The problem is that his paper wasn't peer reviewed. So if you were to ask scientists or scholars today, they would say, yeah, don't, if it's not been peer-reviewed, you probably can't. You couldn't use it in an essay, basically. I feel like he didn't add up something right. Like he didn't carry the one. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> T- 
Tis, what are you buying this uh, three and a half meter human, 11 foot tall? Maybe a long, long time ago, but not. But what, longer? How? Because that's 130 years. Like a long, long time ago. Probably not then. No, I think things were really big once upon a time on Earth, right? But that was way before humans. Well, dinosaurs were big. Yeah. Uh, there was like mushrooms were massive and trees. Do you think at the time of dinosaurs and giant mushrooms, were there giant humans then? I don't think humans were a thing then. I think it was... No, they weren't. Other animals. But, but were they? Maybe we don't know about them. I don't know. Cockroaches? Just like there were big dinosaurs, like bigger animals than we have now. Were there like big old humans walking around? No, we'd have found something. I think it's something to do with the oxygen difference. Or would the bones be... There was more oxygen. Mm. Sc- no, because you think we, we found dinosaur bones, and that was 65 million years ago at least, mm. and mm. older. So you'd have you'd have found skeletons, wouldn't you, by now? Of how do you? I have a way that I always remember that it was 65 million years ago. Was dinosaurs roughly Jurassic Park? Yeah, because there was one of the posters of film 65 million years in the making. Yeah, exactly. That's that's the only way, <laughs> and it's embarrassing because that would have only been at the time of T Rex. I'm guessing. There would have been other dinosaurs that would have been like a hundred million years ago. Surely. Yeah, I don't know. So they, 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 they pull dinosaurs from all different eras in those Jurassic Park films. Yeah, yeah, it's a mess. And they're not just Jurassic. False advertising. No. no. Cretaceous Park. Fun. <laughs> Cretaceous doesn't. It just doesn't have the same ring to it, does it? No. Um, I'm just going to read out Lapouche's findings. Um. So he said, he reported, I think it unnecessary to note that these bones are undeniably human, despite their enormous size. The first is the middle part of the shaft of the femur, 14 centimetres length, um, almost cylindrical in shape, and the circumference of the bone is 16 centimetres. I think it's the circumference is quite big. That's pretty big. It's not necessarily the length. It feels like... The, the width, the like, yeah, the circumference is pretty, pretty big. The second piece is the middle and upper part of the shaft of a tibia. And the circumference is 13 centimetres. The length is 26 centimetres. Uh, the volumes of the bones were more than double the normal pieces to which they correspond. Judging by the usual intervals of anatomic, anatomical points, they also involve lengths almost double the subject would have been likely a size 3 metres 50. So has he basically just doubled the size of a normal man? And Do you know what, though? I don't know why. Something about this, I'm like... The others, I'm like... Tripe, basically. Codswallop. This one, I don't know why. I'm just like, maybe he did find this weird thing. Yeah. Because what would? why would he lie? Yeah, I, he's got no reason to lie, has he? And actually, if he lies and gets it really wrong, and people think he's crazy, then he's going to lose. He's going to lose money. He's going to lose funding. If it was one bone, I'd be like crackpot. But he's got multiple bones there that all like correspond with each other. That all of different parts of the body. I don't know. It's that's a weird one. It is weird, isn't it? So, although his paper wasn't peer reviewed, the bones were taken to the University of Montpellier. Um, and studied there and other scientists. So they studied it for four years, from what I can tell. So he discovered them in 1890 and up until 1894. Um, 
they and they concluded that the bones um were abnormal and would have been from something that grew morbidly mm. and they also concluded that they as far as they could tell they were human bone as well so it wasn't like a big elephant or a big chimp or something like that Weird. Um, a big chimp big chimp i don't know <laughs> but they do say Hail to the chimp <laughs> um <laughs> But they, they, um, <laughs> of all the animals, I, I don't know why I said chimp. I don't know. <laughs> Just a big caveman <laughs> bone or something. Big dinosaur bone. Of all the animals, you picked something that's smaller than us. <laughs> I think that would I meant be to... just as amazing if it was a chimp that was yeah, that it would big. Have been... I think they belong to a bone as <laughs> of a big lemur. Um, <laughs> When they say when they say they investigated for four years, when you listen to these sorts of things, what does that mean? Like for four years, every day they're like, "Oh, you got to work, darling." Yeah, I'm just going to go and look at that bone again <laughs> for four years. Yeah, there's only so much you can investigate in four years on a bone. I don't know. I think it's maybe that they were picked up by other oh, scientists. Right. It wasn't just and... like this group of scientists went in every day and looked at this bone for four no, years. No, I just think it's like, how annoying would that be, though? If you were the guy that did it, you'd be like, I, Mike, can you just can you look at these bones? Because to me, they look like human bones, but they're massive. And he's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then he like puts it in his like, to-do folder. <laughs> um... <laughs> Jeez. Yeah, it's like, just to understand, like, maybe they would have just been put on the pile of other things to do and these other scientists didn't really just get around to doing it. <laughs> put on the Mojo's massive bones. Like, what's that underneath my paperwork? Oh, yeah, they're bloody bones. <laughs> Forgot about well, them. I like this paperweight. This is really yeah, helpful. Someone's using it as a massive bookmark. Ah, <laughs> oh, I forgot to do that thing for George's. Damn. Oh, the bones! Fucking <laughs> slab. It's like as big as that, like rib joint they put on Fred Flintstone's car. Yeah. <laughs> Second Flintstones reference of the night. I don't think we've ever referenced the Flintstones, and all of a sudden we've done two. I haven't thought about the Flintstones for about ten years. Oh man. Oh yeah, but don't mention them. <laughs> <laughs> Um, the one thing that I thought was worth mentioning, though, is that their studies, they kind of reduced his... So he said it was of a man three and a half metres, uh, which is about 12 foot. Um, they reduced that to about 10. Right. So That's still massive. Still massive, but they've they've looked at it and gone, hmm, maybe not 12, maybe a little bit short than that. But 10 foot is crazy it's still unbelievable and that i actually do find this case kind of interesting yeah it's it's the one out of the three that i've going to mention so i'm going to go on to the last one in just a moment mm-hmm. that i found most interesting um finally we come on to you've kind of just let it slip that this one isn't as interesting <laughs> Of the three, that one was the best. But anyway, let's keep do listening. Um, no, actually, no. This is pretty, I'm backtracking now. Though this one is okay, good. Yeah. All right. Uh, so uh, this is the a group. This is um, 
about the Cytica. Definitely said that wrong. Mm. So it's S-I-T-E-C-A-H. So Cytica or Cytica. Mm. Um, so this is about a tribe from North America whose legendary mummified remains, they were allegedly found um, in this cave under four feet of guano by some miners in 1911. Four feet? Yeah, they dug through a lot of... Guano is bat poo, isn't it? Yeah, well, I think so. That's what they told me in Ace Ventura when nature calls. That's what what Ace Ventura told me. So he must be right. Um, but we're just, I'm just going to fly through the story quickly here. There once was a ship that put Not this bit. I really <laughs> thought this was it. <laughs> oh my God. I thought it was a sea shanty about giants. <laughs> <laughs> I thought you were going to tell us for his song. Yeah, no, no, sorry. Sorry to disappoint you. No, no. Uh, so we're going to let the team at... ITEAM NEWS TELL US A BIT MORE. FOR MORE THAN A CENTURY, A STORY HAS PERSISTED ABOUT THE SKELETONS OF GIANTS BEING FOUND IN LOVELOCK CAVE IN NORTHERN NEVADA. AND FOR MANY YEARS, HUMAN REMAINS WERE PUT ON DISPLAY IN MUSEUMS HERE AND ELSEWHERE, BUT THAT CHANGED. MOST OF THE BONES AND SKULLS THAT WERE ONCE CONSIDERED TO BE HISTORICAL ARTIFACTS HAVE BEEN RETURNED TO TRIBES FOR BURIAL. IF OVERSIZED BONES FROM THE SO-CALLED LOVELOCK GIANTS EVER EXISTED, THEY'RE are NO LONGER AVAILABLE TO THE PUBLIC. BUT THEIR STORY BEHIND THE LEGEND STILL REMAINS. THE I-TEAM'S GEORGE KNAPP HAS MORE. Slicing through the bone-dry Humboldt sink on a long dirt road, it's hard to imagine that all of this was once underwater. Remnants of a vast ancient lake can still be seen in the distance. For generations of first Americans, this was a lush paradise of tules, fish, and waterfowl. Humans have climbed this same narrow path up the jagged mountain for more than 4,000 years. That's how long indigenous peoples lived in and around the Lovelock Cave. The roof of the cave is still coated with soot from countless campfires lit by ancestors of the Paiutes. According to tribal lore, a race of red-headed giants made its last stand in this cave. Among the Paiutes, would most of them say that the giants were real? All that I've talked to say yes. I've, I've never heard anybody say no. Devoy Monk has spent all of her 80-plus years in Lovelock. Her family's home today houses a small museum, jam-packed with artifacts and depictions documenting centuries of Native culture and pioneer life. Monk has earned the trust of Paiute elders who say the stories are true, that the red-headed interlopers not only killed but ate their ancestors. My Indian friends tell me they were cannibals, that they set traps and there's a, we have a paper in the in the other room that they dug holes in the pathways and there, where they walked and then covered them and then the Indians would fall in and they said the best part to eat were the thighs. 
On internet sites and alien-themed TV shows, the gruesome legend has blossomed, but it's hardly new. Versions have been told and retold in magazines, even scholarly journals, for more than a century. Famed Nevadan Sarah Winnemucca first wrote in her acclaimed book that the Paiutes waged a three-year war against a tribe of red-headed cannibals before trapping and then killing the last of them inside Lovelock Cave. Her book doesn't mention giants, and mainstream archaeologists have vigorously rejected the entire story, to the point that the State Museum in Winnemucca admonishes visitors at its front entrance that the red-headed giants are a myth. There have been skeletons pulled out in the Reed collection, and we, they found some in there, I believe, that were up to six foot two. So when you think about that, you know, even back then, six foot was a very tall individual. Bill Snodgrass, the curator of the Marsden House Museum in Lovelock, thinks there is reasonable basis for parts of the story. In the early 20th century, guano miners began excavating the Lovelock cave and uncovered thousands of artifacts along with mummified remains, including a few specimens much taller than the typical Paiute of centuries past. Later, scientific excavations found troves of native antiquities along with bones, some human remains remains were destroyed. Others were sent to museums for display. A few, Snodgrass says, were consumed in bizarre initiation rituals. He adds there is evidence, including basketry, of an unknown culture that lived near the cave. Records show some of them had red hair. I just wanted to get the bone to show you guys again, okay. because I feel like, particularly if you look at the one on uh, the the oh the other side this side yeah that can you see there's like quite a big there's a deep brow at the top of the the, the skull yeah like mine there's <laughs> a big bobby skull anyway so that clip goes on um i think it's worth mentioning at this point that six although six foot two doesn't sound i mean it is quite tall uh, but it's a relatively like average, well, it's, it's probably more than average, but it's not unusual. People will get taller though, are they? They're taller now. Yeah, you can get taller than that, and so that's not um, abnormal to find someone that tall. But I think the point is that at the time that would have been pretty big. That would have been much bigger than your average tribe tribes person. Um, so the Paiutes talk about the. Um, oh, sorry, I've just found the, the breakdown, how to pronounce them. So it's actually the Soduka. Mm -hmm. So I wasn't too far off. Um, but they were this tribe of red-headed giants. They called them giants, I guess, because they were much taller. And um, But yeah, the legend has it that they were cannibals, that they, um, yeah, they had red red skin and red hair, like a red head. Um and that they had, they struggled for for years. They were at war with the Paiutes, just the local local tribes people. And they've yeah, so they've got these 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 bones as well. But there is a bit of a dispute about this one. Uh, some modern scholars, in fact, most modern scholars would that have looked at the bones that they found. So they said they in the video they these miners found hundreds of of artifacts and bones and things like that. And the locals in that area would say, oh, yeah, that's the Sidica, these red-headed giants, mm. the cannibalistic, massive, you know. Um, but scholars today would dispute that and say that they resemble fossiled remains of Meganthropus, which is 
like a humanoid, like an early man humanoid type person rather than these. What, and they were just like the last vestiges of that like type of man? Yeah, I guess so. That's weird. And so I think it would have been like Neanderthal man type thing, large jaw and the big the big kind of brow. Yeah. Um and so there seems to be quite a lot of scholars that kind of point the finger and say that they're kind of using this story as like a tourist ploy because it brings tourism into the area and you think, mm. well, so what? Let them have it. I don't know. It's no harm done. Uh but the History Channel actually did an episode about this and there there was a whole feature on where are the bones? Like, where, where have these bones gone? There's some big conspiracy that they're, the government are hiding the bones so we don't find out about it. Um, but as as was said in the video, it's simply kind of out of respect to the tribes people. You return these bones so that they can bury them properly in, in a respectful way rather than just keeping them in a museum for people to gawk at. Hmm. But what do you guys think of the Sidica? Maybe. Yeah. Much of a muchness. Yeah possible it feels like one of them things where like i could be like well maybe or also like it's just one of those things that like uh you know any any like race of people have like their myths and stories and they say yeah yeah that's what it used to be it used to this used to happen yeah so yeah exactly i'm not too sure how much stock there is in that one um which is why i would say the giant of castanau is is probably my favourite one. Um, seems to be something in that. Yeah, I, I, I agree. And I'm afraid we're, we're going to have to come back to reality with the Big Bang. There's obviously awful not not enough evidence, as in there is no evidence that there were ever giant beings that were prou- like towering above people at like 15 to 20 foot, as some legends claim. So... Sorry about that. Well, it's a bit like <laughs> the dragons episode where it's like, these are myths and these are why different people in the world think them. These are different stories, but mm. there's nothing that suggests they're ever real. No. And I don't think any of us were claiming that at the start. I mean, to be fair, we went and spent like a uh, time in Transylvania over something that was basically a fictional character. So yeah, exactly. Hmm. <laughs> uh, but that's, that's all I have on giants. Uh, well, I'm not convinced. No. Um, Are you sure? No, not quite. I still can't get over how tall that world's tallest man was, though. Yeah, nine foot is almost nine foot. Like, not even an inch shy of nine foot. It's too big, isn't it? That's, it's probably too tall. He couldn't fit on my sofa. Well, thanks, Beefy. Yeah, man. You're welcome. And uh, shall I do the outro stuff? Sorry, I'm just trying to find my notes. That's why I'm so delayed. I've got my yeah. notes for the outro stuff. <laughs> yeah, no, that's fine. No, that is that is it. I am done. Okay, thanks very much, Beefy. And listeners, uh, we have Listener of the Week. Uh, this time I'm going to give it to... Um, so on the email, the name is Johnny. Uh, this was a guy who is a member of the... Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints. So, ah. a while ago, we've had a few emails um, now from people. So, a long time ago, I can't remember what episode it was, uh, we talked about Mormons and things like that. 
and uh, some people took offence to the stuff I said. I think it was me in particular, but I can't remember exactly. Probably was. So I anyway, I said some stuff too. So uh, this guy Johnny, he emailed me fairly recently and sort of schooled me on some of the stuff I said. Hmm. Uh, with no offence intended from him and none taken from me at all. Uh, but it was interesting and uh, it was a, li- a, a long, interesting email. And uh, Johnny, just to reiterate, we never meant any offence on whatever we said on that old episode <laughs> and don't listen no. to any nonsense we say. Um, and we appreciate that you still listen anyway. Absolutely. So, Listener of the Week. Listener of the Week. <laughs> And then Pet of the Week, this is Cece, the Beagle, oh. uh, which is Cecilia Garman's dog. She sent that a while ago. I've had that in the back burner, and I completely forgot I had that dog. I have a folder on my phone of <laughs> dog pictures that listeners send. I'm like, oh, yeah, I haven't done that dog yet. So uh, thanks, Cecilia, for sending your Beagle in. <laughs> now, listeners, if you want to get in contact like Johnny did... Um, just to say anything or send pictures of your pets like Cecilia did or suggest episodes or say hi or do anything you like. That's uh, the email to directly do that is unexplainableuk at mail.com. You can also go to weirdtalesandtheunexplainable.com where you can contact through there. You can find links to all the places you can buy t-shirts. You can support us monetarily. You can find our social media pages all that stuff. Um, I haven't mentioned it for a while, but there's also bonus podcasts. Like we did a few bonus episodes of Weird News. We did, um, me and Beef did a mini two-part pod called Unwatchable about bad horror films, which is really fun. Uh-huh. Uh, so you can find that. That's bobshoy.bandcamp.com. That's my name, B-O-B-S-H-O-Y.bandcamp.com. You can also go to bobshoy.com where you can find out about my other podcasts that I work on. Um, this is part of the Bob Shoy Podcast Network. And finally, you can support my time editing and researching for those various podcasts at patreon.com slash bobshoy. Finally, go leave us a rate review on iTunes. That hasn't been done for a while. Everyone's slacking off. Yeah, come and get to it. Uh, so that's we're nearly at the end of this run of episodes. I have an episode that I'll be recording with Rick shortly for a revisited, which will be the next one. And then we'll be having a month off as usual and be back in... When are we back? May. Yeah. Yeah, we have April off. We'll be back in May. Wow. Feels like an age away now. I know. I was like, that can't be right in May, but yeah, I suppose it is. It is May. So, yeah, we'll see you then. And thanks for listening, everyone. We're done. Yeah, thanks, everyone. Lots of love. Thanks, guys. Take care. See you soon. And have you got, got like a giant pun or anything? Huh? Have you got like giant a giant pun. pun or anything? Uh, I don't know. Uh, I don't think it's I could really think hard. of It one. feels like it should be really like a rich vein for puns, but... Yeah, it's not, is there? No. Don't know. Anyway, night night, I'm off for some snoo snoo. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> right. See you later, everyone. Club off. See you. Lots of love. Bye. Bye. See ya. See you soon. Who is Papa? <laughs> it's a sign of happiness. It is jollifying music. When you get a bottle of fabulous pop guttle bubbles and giggles, it's part of the plan. It's yummy and chubby and jiggles your tummy and soon you're off the whiz poppy bang. As certain as eggs is his eggs is a couple of cases of pop guttle makes you feel grand. The chuckling and gurgling, it seems to absurdly why people don't whiz pop all over the land. Now, we've 
tasty. It's fantastic. It is only the beginning. Here comes. Oh, who is Papa? I hope you're not going to be rude. I can't remember her name. The name of the receptionist in Monster Zinc, the one who's like the undercover agent. Oh, yeah, Roz. That's it. I'm watching, Wazowski. Always <laughs> watching. I hope you're recording. I am. <laughs> <laughs> I'll leave that. I'll leave the judging of that one up to the uh, listeners. So I get, I get um, called Daniel Radcliffe a lot in my life. Really? And, really? Um, happened today. Yeah, yeah, I get it all the time. To the point where some earlier this week someone did it and they literally wanted to take their photo with me. That's amazing. You, serious? you need to milk this. I always have to... been right, but now I don't know if you saw that film he had out last year, but he's because we're like the same age, and in that he's got like a beard about the same size as mine and he's wearing glasses. And since that film came out, it's gone like through the roof. Harry Potter and the Plasterer's Trow. Yeah. <laughs> that was a really boring sequel. <laughs> I haven't paid attention to Daniel Radcliffe since, pretty much since then. I know he ended up a bit naked on stage. Doing oh, I forgot he did that. Yeah, he something. does some really weird films. Like, sometimes e- I think they're good and sometimes I'm just like... Equinox. Yeah, that was like it, that. yeah. But I've not really paid much attention. You look like Harry Potter. You don't look like Daniel Radcliffe. You just look a bit like Harry Potter with the glasses on. I think when I was... Because Becca doesn't see it. But when we was looking at the pictures from that film, I was like, we have similar noses and similar chins. And then when you put a beard over that and glasses, I understand. Right. Yeah. Yeah, makes sense. Well, I'm glad we had that little conversation. <laughs> yeah, it was really interesting. <laughs> I'm sure the listeners will appreciate that when I put it after the credits. Whiz pop, whiz bang, feel the bubbles go down. Whiz bang, whiz pop, bursting all around. Whiz pop, whiz bang, take it nice and slow. Use them as something, the fabulous feeling of whiz popping wherever you go. Oh, wow. wow. Does he look like me? Yeah. Yeah, he does that look is, a lot like you. What film that is that? That is Weird Tales and the Unexplainable, the film. Um, <laughs> Escape from Pretoria. Oh. Escape from Stukely. <laughs> he really does. Yeah, grow your hair and that is That's you. That's what Becca said, grow your hair and then, and then it'll work even better. Mate, you could, uh, you could do events. You could just turn up and be... Whatever that character is. That guy who tried to take the picture of me, I was picking up some like filler from like a building suppliers and he was like, bloody hell, you know who you look like, don't you? I was like, yeah, Daniel Radcliffe. He was like, <laughs> oh, I really wish I had my phone on me. I want to take a picture of you. My daughter's like the biggest Daniel Radcliffe fan. I was just like, so what? You can take a picture of I saw a guy who looks like someone you like. It's probably like they wanted to like... <laughs> Be like, oh, I was with Daniel Radcliffe today, and then later, oh then yeah, be like, oh, it's not actually him. Though. But still, that's weird to like. Can I have your? Can I have it's your picture because you look like someone, not because yeah, you are someone. Well, not even, not even someone that I like. Someone that my daughter likes. 
I think asking people for their picture anytime is weird, to be honest. Yeah, I think it's yeah, weird. Yeah, so do I. So do I. There was... um Went to the rugby once and I saw one of my all-time favourite rugby players. Mm. Rachel was like, just go talk to him. I'm like, and say, no. do what? Do what? What am I supposed to do? She would just ask him for a picture. I was like, I am not asking no. him for a picture. Becca couldn't get her head around it. I saw Graham Coxon smoking a cigarette at the side of the road in, o- in Oxford. And she was like, go and speak to him. I was like, and say what? He doesn't want me to go over and say anything. No. No. And I'm not going to go and take his picture. And I don't mean to be rude. You're not going to say anything to him he hasn't heard before. No, exactly. He doesn't want to hear it. He doesn't care. He's just trying to have a fag. Oh, mate. I love you. You're a big fan. Like, he is one of my favourite guitarists ever, but I'm not But I'm not going to go and say anything to him. I just, it's too weird. No. I always feel like the least I can do is just just go, all right? Just like yeah, a little a nod. a little nod of a, a, If he looked my way, I'd go like, all right? Just like a little, I yeah. know who you are and I'm going to leave I know, you. And you think I'm I know cool because I left you alone. Exactly, but I'm not going to talk to you, but I want <laughs> you to know I know who you are. <laughs> but you also, in that look, also need to convey I like that you, you really like that person. <laughs> <laughs> it's a lot of work, that little look. is yeah. doing a lot of work. Trying to communicate a hell of a lot. That's it. Rachel would just probably go up and say hello. Yeah, Becca would. She served um, Simon Pegg a coffee once. Oh, yeah. Sort of thing, did, and she take, did she She, she asked photo? him for a photo and he was like, I don't really want anyone to recognise me, but I'll sneak around the back of the van and we can take a photo. Wow. That's nice. Yeah. I just would be too nervous and I wouldn't know what to say and it would come out as something really just not, I don't know what, I, yeah. Right. Talking of you don't know what to say, I hope you do know what to say for this episode hey. of Weird Tales. <laughs> Let's get it. Is you recording? Yeah, I'm recording, yeah. It starts with a sip of a tingly tickle that tickles your tongue and a stop. And away for the moment you could as your time is the room. But the fishy bit make you goggly eyed and from suddenly deep down inside you're inside. Oh, I can feel the bubbles trickling down in my tummy. I think I'm going to. <laughs> you just stay away from her. All right. Not bad for an old fella. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello? Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. When it comes to your finances, you think you've done it all. You've saved, you've researched, and you've invested all that you can. Now it's time to take those investments to the next level by using the brand behind every great investor, Yahoo Finance. As America's number one finance destination, Yahoo Finance has everything you need, whether you're a seasoned trader or just dipping your toes into the market. Join the millions of investors who trust Yahoo Finance to guide them on their financial journey. For comprehensive financial news and analysis, visit yahoofinance.com, the number one financial destination, yahoofinance.com. 